It's not the same. Kind of the same. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> friends are listening to the happy hearthstone the longest running hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards and i'm your host noodle soup along with our friend guy grumpy hello we're on episode 232 we're talking about the most recent patch notes these many many changes coming to the hearthstone standard scene as well as a change for wild and there's some changes for Battlegrounds and Mercenaries as well, but we'll get into those in just a second. Because, of course, this is the Happy Hearthstone, and uh, we'd be a little remiss if we didn't ask what's making each other happy. So, Guy Grumpy, what's making you happy today? We had the best seats that I've ever had at a baseball game uh, on Friday night uh, that Jill had gotten from one of her um friends on a board that she's on uh and it was like right behind the dugout it was uh, just a really chill night and yeah one of the best times i've had at a baseball stadium in in a long time so uh that really has kind of stuck with me it set the tone for the weekend and really brought that joy to me uh that i haven't felt in a while oh, that's awesome how about yourself that's really great um i actually to talk about baseball, baseball is actually one of those things that um, it, it rings true to me. It reminds me of like my childhood when I was kind of shy. I wouldn't wouldn't say too many things uh, to a lot of people. And it's funny because now I'm very uh, more outgoing. Um, but uh, I would go with a friend of my father's. He would take me to the games as a way of like trying to get somebody else that would could talk to me and make me a little more vocal and he would actually call me five words that was his nickname for me because i would only say five words the entire time we were there but i always had a blast i really enjoyed going to the baseball game so uh that's a great uh thing to bring and and to have as a memory too especially when you talk about with family especially going into like father's day which is right now so i like that so who was your team growing up um, so it was it was like a small hometown team. It wasn't like a big name. Mm-hmm. They were like a farm team for the Pittsburgh Pirates, but um, it oh, still nice. was an enjoyable to go. Oh, yeah. We have a, a wooden bat league that gets college students uh, uh, some playing time in the summers. That's a lot of fun. We, so we had season tickets for several years. This is the first year we haven't, um, but we'll still be going to several of those games. And you're right. It is a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. 
So uh, for myself, when it comes to things that are making me happy, I just recently had my birthday um, and I had a big birthday stream. I streamed for uh, 12 hours in support of Able Gamers Charity. And I was able to raise $370 for the charity nice. um, and did a lot of fun things from eating way too hot jelly beans. Um, those bean boozled beans that are like the different flavors, like they can make you feel like queasy, I guess. And they're kind of weird, and but I feel like you can keep eating them. The hot beans, there's a limit on how much hot you can actually <laughs> handle. And uh, let's just say I put it out there that I was going to ingest them every single time that people got to a certain amount of donations. And I'm glad that uh, donations came in big chunks uh, because <laughs> I don't think I could have handled too many hot beans. But at the end of the stream, I even got to uh, do a little dance in a uh, T-Rex costume, uh, which was a lot of fun because it was also like right around the release of Jurassic World uh, going into the theaters. So, so that um, was the it, cosplay. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the historical cosplay because I didn't want to give away too much, uh, which was one of the goals was that I would dress as a T-Rex. Um, I even made an emote that was a T-Rex, and now that's one of my animated emotes for the channel, too. Um, awesome. So it was a lot of fun. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, I would highly suggest people go to my Twitter. It's probably like a couple tweets back because they've had tweets about other stuff that they've asked for responses on. And of course, I've been active on Twitter. So I'm sure you can find that 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 video of me dancing as T-Rex. It's pretty funny. Well, we'll just have to have you put a link to the clip in, uh, in the show notes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll have to do that. <laughs> and happy birthday again. It's a big you. one. Yeah. Big, big, uh, 4-0. So, uh, it was a lot of fun and, uh, it was definitely good. Uh, even my family came and supported too. So it was really oh, great. awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank you for doing that, too. The charity streams are, you know, wonderful things that the community can show their support for any number of causes. And Able Gamers is definitely one of those ones that uh, I've had good experiences with as well. You know, uh, for me, uh, gaming has definitely been one of those things that has helped me feel like I've been part of a community, um, especially right now during like the pandemic that feels like it's on again, off again, mm -hmm. on again. But anyways, at the very least, I always feel connected. And that is one thing that Able Gamers does for people with disabilities. And um, I, I feel like there's no better charity right now to kind of reach out to and show my support for as well. Mm hmm. But with that, let's go ahead and look at the um, patch notes. There are lots of big changes coming the way with uh, the patch 23.4.3, um, which has a just a bundle of changes. And with that, um, the biggest thing that we'll go into is we'll actually talk about uh, uh, Alco Greco. That's the new person that's taking over um, as far as the final design team as uh, Galen has moved on to the initial design team. So he's in, in the more development for the first part, whereas they're more um, taking care of nerfs and balance changes and all those final little tweet tweaks. Um, and so with that, he tweeted out 25 tweets about the changes. So we'll touch on some of them, but not all of them. Um, as it refers to the patch notes, because they're pretty lengthy. We'll see if we can try and put that in a more uh, digestible form for everybody. 
Um, so with that, they wanted to highlight that roughly half the cards in the patch are are being changed primarily because of how they feel rather than being changed because of their balance. And they say that they've done that in the past, but they want to do that more often going forward. So some of those feel-based changes are Earth and Scales, Mr. Smite, uh, Spite Lash Siren, and Lightforge Carriel all receiving changes. Um, with Earth and Scales going from 1 to 2, Mr. Smite going from 6 to 7, Spite Lash Siren uh, had a little bit of a different change, went to f- uh, from 4 to 5, but also had one more health increase, and Light Forge Carol going from 7 to 8. And those are all ones that did do kind of address that feel. And I think that having them acknowledge that there is a feeling when you're playing against people that, uh, that it just doesn't feel good when they play the card that completely ruins everything on your, on your side. It's kind of like the, the finisher card. Um, I guess that it does feel bad when it happens on turn five or six, uh, you know, you, you feel like you have, a little bit better chance if things slow down a bit. And that's what the Mr. Smite and uh, Lightforge Carriel uh, really did for me. I was just slow it down a little bit so that uh, you have uh, more of a chance to enjoy the game. Well, and I, I think even when it comes to like Earth and Scales, I think about the that how the mm-hmm. turns played out. And sometimes with if they manage to ramp just specifically enough to, to get... Uh, miracle growth and earth and scales off in that same turn you mm-hmm. could have been like really close to closing out that game and now all of a sudden it's it's ruined there's no way you're getting it back and mainly because of earth and scales so i understand that feeling mm-hmm. I, I, again i'm the on the other side where i want my light forge carol because i know if i can get it down on turn seven i can stabilize but maybe that's also where seeing it from the other side maybe I shouldn't have been able just to stabilize because I happened to get one card. Right. I don't know. I, and and I don't know how much it hurts me to say that. (laughs) Well, I would say that these feel based ones are the most likely ones that get reverted when they either, you know, drop to wild only or, um, or they make some other balance changes. Uh, the feel-based ones are just ones that'll change more over time. And especially if they want to do this more often, I think we'll see, uh, you know, just ones that make those of us lower on the ladder uh, feel better about playing instead of getting frustrated and just uh, exiting the game without conceding like some of us do. Well, and I, I would also like to think that because it's a feels-based more so than a a numbers based if the numbers all of a sudden reflect that that decision was a little on the hasty side they might come back and revert um said nerfs going forward maybe yeah i i would say it's a better chance than just the even a maybe i think it's definitely <laughs> something that'll happen i'm I, i'm hopeful in that aspect from for my carryall <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that too, there were there were a number of changes that happened that instead weren't uh, feels based, and instead were specifically numbers based, and those include uh, balance based changes to Shield Shatter from the Depths, Nelly, Tidal Revenant, Carry of Felsel, Battle Warren Vanguard, and the Wild Paul Knoll. 
And these ones, they made some pretty drastic changes. Uh, and I mean, it really flipped to the, the, uh, the power, uh, rankings, I guess, for the, for different classes where warrior had two decks at the top the charge warrior and the, uh, control warrior, I guess both of them are kind of control, uh, and they kind of flipped and went from the best to, uh, the worst temporarily, uh, making their way back up as they figure out those changes. But Nelly in, in particular. Uh... Yeah, I mean, they, they, they were big changers. Shield Shatter went from doing uh, five damage to now only doing four damage. The Tidal Revenant went from doing gaining you eight armor, now you only gain five. And uh, from the depths going from three to four, that was a big change too, as now you can't get that off of School Teacher, which... We know also school teacher ended up receiving a change as well, just in that its stats changed from being more aggressive to a little bit lesser stats because of the fact that it gives you that premium effect of being able to find a very cheap and also not spell based version instead of minion based battle cry version. When you combine that with brand, you know, you can end up with some crazy, crazy um, turns. So. I could see going forward um, that school teacher could have been a problem. And I definitely still feel like that was a, a reasonable change. Yeah. And that was one of the ones that they said was the, was just being used a lot in a lot of different decks too. So. Um... And, and, and I still think it'll see a lot of play. I don't think it's completely like thrown out as as a as a card because brands still exist so that double battle cry double end result of getting whatever you get from school teacher is still a thing i know early on i even messed around with school teacher and the um the nogglings with brand because i knew i could get hold the bridge and if i could get that get like hold the bridge and even noble mount twice that was a significant bump in the amount of buff that I could potentially put on a minion if it was left on the board. So, I mean, that could be enough to like close out a game if I needed to. And I could even save the little nogglings if I wanted to and hold them and then wait for a brand instead. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I still think there's power in that card. I still think we're going to see it see play. Um, it's just a matter of finding out which decks it fits best in now. And as it is, I mean, you could still potentially, you know, get a Snapdragon and still get the school teacher to have the same stats. It was just a minus one, minus one. So <laughs> if that if that's what's keeping you back from playing the card, <laughs> I got an answer for you. <laughs> I know um, specifically they were also those balance based changes were focused mainly on warrior and also with demon hunter. We didn't really touch mm-hmm. on the demon hunter ones just yet. So carry a Felsol going from six mana to seven mana. That's to reduce the impact of cheating out Jyleg, the new version of Jyleg earlier, uh, a turn earlier. Um, and sometimes even coming down on five if if your opponent had the coin. Um, making it a little more reliable for you to be able to handle that that is occurring. Granted, it also means that Karia's stats also increase, so it becomes a still a, a viable card for like a big team and hunter type strategy. 
Yeah, yeah. Again, I think just slowing it down a little bit uh, makes it feel a little bit better where you can get to those later turns and maybe get to play the card that you've really been hoping for instead of having it all over on turn six. True. It's nice to yep. see your, your mana fill up uh, to 10 crystals at least. <laughs> At least, at least get, get get a little deeper into the game before you're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm an aggro player, so I don't really like it to go that long. But still, <laughs> I know the feel. Well, and speaking of cards that also can snowball out of control, that battle worn Vanguard going from two health to one health actually um, helps out with a lot of decks being able to respond to that mm-hmm. on that turn a little more efficiently. Now, granted, the Demon Hunter will more than likely not play it without gating at least two one ones at, at mm-hmm. that uh point but at least uh there's chances for various decks to be able to provide a response you know uh, druids can use their hero power same with mage um even rogues for that matter if they're you know if they're rogues at the time <laughs> <laughs> That's awful early to to show your cards, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but I mean, if if you needed to, it does provide you uh, the ability to to at least mm-hmm. mount some sort of response. And uh, the the wild paw Noel has has seen so many changes, um, but I, I guess apparently three five is where it's going to stick. Um, I, I honestly feel like it's the, the speed at which they come out because it can often be turn one or turn two and they cost nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more, and more at four attack, two. it was really, it was really rough, uh, with four attack. It could clear anything that early. Yeah. And, and four attack also, it can, it could kind of be one of those snowball things, right? Especially with mm-hmm. the five health, it, it's. I feel like Wild Paul Null, it's supposed to have rush, it's supposed to have enough health that it can survive attacking once and even take a trade. So that way, that those turns where you're sitting back pretending to be a different class that may not be able to mount any sort of offense or defense while you're waiting for the cards to come in to be able to get the discounts that you want... Um, <laughs> It allows you to come back, right? It's a comeback mechanic mm-hmm. for that early form of the game. But when it happens so early, it's not a comeback mechanic anymore. Instead, it's just right. an aggressive yes. mechanic. Yeah. So, right. so um, I, I understand the change. I I would have I would have felt I almost would have felt better if it was put it to six mana, but keep it at the four or five. I I like the I like those stats, but just slow it down a little bit more but i'm good either way it, it did definitely needed need needed a change somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so that kind of gets us through uh some of those uh balance changes we'll include the the link to the patch notes in the show notes to allow you a chance to be able to go through all of those changes for standard uh, and also, they did end up doing uh, that one change for a while was uh, changing Lightning Bloom uh, to be originally was Worthless. gain two, two mana crystals. This turn overload two. It's now instead of gain two mana crystals, it's refresh two mana crystals. So um, that means that you're not going to be able to use it on, say, turn one to ga- get two extra mana on top of the the mana that you already have 
I don't think it's worthless in wild. <laughs> I just I just think maybe it's it's not going to necessarily see the same level of play. So it just it just seems like too big of a change to just to refresh the the mana crystals and still give you the um the overload. The overload yeah. So it doesn't seem worth it compared to other spells that you can uh, you know, just get reduced in in varying ways. So I I, I don't think it's going to see any play anymore. It might be something that they revisit again in the future, but that's one. It's just hard to really balance around in the wild landscape. So uh, that one I think is just going to stay permanent, and no one will use lightning bloom anymore. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but it it really did feel bad in wild though to go up against the big shaman and have humongous things coming out on turn four or five. I mean, as it is, Barnes is still out there. Like that still exists uh, exists as a thing. I mean, there's still there's still plenty of other ways to get there. It's just not going to happen as early, right? That was the right. big concern was that it was like turn one, turn two, and all of a sudden they were like filling their board with massive minions, right? So. It definitely was was impacting the play experience in wild. But also, we did have some changes for battlegrounds too. We we Anixia Broodmother uh, received an update uh, with getting one more attack for each whelp that comes out. So instead of two ones, they're three ones. Uh, they changed some of the wording for Ozimat, but it doesn't really any change any of the functionality. Pyramid um, actually received a buff as well from the cost of the hero power being one to costing uh, zero, but the health bonus is only plus two instead of plus four. But it does gain one health for each turn that you don't use that hero power, so you can save it up if you want to. And that, that one actually uh, feels really good. It made me want to get in and play and hope to get uh, Pyramid, which is not normally one I would pick. Um, just health is so important and being able to take advantage of your hero power, even if you can't use it um, later on is, is really great. I, I think that's a good design space. Uh, I, I love it too, especially as like, maybe you wouldn't want to use it for some of those early turns when those are minions that you're maybe not even playing. Like you're not going to play, <laughs> those those early minions so you save it for a little bit and get to like the the like five gold six gold where you're maybe you found the exact minion you want it to fall on you sell off everything else and get to throw down all that health right on the perfect minion of your choice like mm -hmm. I, I love it I, I think it's a great design space to, to to play around with and and then once once you're into that comp that you want then you're starting to to build up their health from there out it it's I, th I think it's a much needed change because for a while you were like pure sad if you ended <laughs> up having to pick him. Good one. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tamsin Rome ended up getting a change as well um, to the old was uh, destroy your lowest health minion and give it stats to four minions. So the new is that uh, you destroy your lowest health minion and give it stats to five minions. So a little bit of an increase. Uh, and I think that a lot of these changes also have, have to do with for the heroes have to do with the fact that buddies have left and mm -hmm. uh, those hero powers need to be updated to compensate for those buddies leaving, especially for um, Anixia who, came out with the buddy system 
and um, had used to have the many whelps and now doesn't have many whelps and such just has, <laughs> you know, random whelps. It's not the same. Kind of the same. Not the same. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> there were some armored tier updates which have been adjusted and all that information will be in the patch notes. You can check that out. Um, and some minions got updated. Bublet, who recently came out uh, with the the Throne of the Tides mini set coming out um, as that is a card in standard. Uh, it also got introduced into Battlegrounds. They've updated the Bubblet from a 2-4 to a 5-4 and the tripled version is a 10-8 and I absolutely love this minion. I, I, I loved it at 2-4. I love it at 5-4. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see that it got buffed because like, you know, yeah, I'm already going to play it so I get to play it more with better stats. Yay! Uh, Terragosa got to, got to move back to Tavern Tier 3. I think with the fact that um, with Tavish's buddy leaving uh, wasn't as, as offensive uh, being at the tier that it was at so again could switch back to being on tavern tier three uh murlocs actually got better when the cold lights here moved to four because it made it more reliable for you to find uh, very specific murlocs uh, from tavern tier three that would help you to be able to uh, win games even faster so they moved it back <laughs> and uh several of the nagas ended up receiving buffs and the reason being is that um, with the Siren leaving, Nagas got distinctly weaker. The Siren still has not come back. And so there are several changes to several of the Naga minions um, to kind of reflect the fact that the Siren is now gone. And uh, those various changes actually will just help uh, Nagas to be a little more viable to be competitive with the rest of the um, current Battlegrounds tiers. Additionally, mercenaries have received an update. Uh, Dragon Queen's Gambit had a cooldown of two, went to one. Lich King Death Coil went from cooldown one to zero. Yulon Jade Buff Jade Flame Buffet going from one to zero. Uh, Tide Mistress Athesa speed of seven for Wave Crash is now speed six. Riptide from one to zero for the cooldown, and Rexar had. Originally a max stats of 11.72 and now is 11.82. When the White Tiger equalizing strike is now speed 5 instead of speed 7. And Captain Hook's Hook Tusk Cutthroat Negotiation speed 7 going to speed 2. Woo, that is a huge change. And uh, Uther's Blessing of Protection is going to speed 1. Those are actually some really big changes um, for for the mercs out there, and hopefully we'll have a nice, uh, we'll have a great mercenaries episode coming up. That's in the plans for you too, but all those notes will be in there. Awesome! Thanks for going through all of that. Uh, I hope that <laughs> so. I know that we've had a few. There's been so many changes in Hearthstone the over the last year that they've just added new things. They've been on top of the mini sets and the balance changes really frequently. Uh, and we understand that there's other podcasts that handle those better. So I hope that you like the new format where we kind of consolidated a little bit instead of going over every change. Uh, and if you do please leave a note uh, to review the, the episode and say whether you want us to bring back the longer episodes or if you like the more condensed versions. It would really help us uh, focus our content uh, in the future. 
Definitely. You know, it's it, it's an interesting place to be at. There's almost so much content. It's 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 kind of hard to, to realize where you can put your focus. I find myself when I'm in the client, I sometimes have a challenge of just, you know, what do I do? Where am I playing? And even sometimes, like, I end up choosing that that choice of, like, lately with, with some of these changes, I've been like, well, am I taking a more serious route or am I memeing? And I've been, like, memeing it hardcore, <laughs> which is also fine, too. It's like, it's just how you want to to have your experience be right be happy with your choice you can choose to go down that route and play lots of battlegrounds you can choose to play lots of lots of mercenaries or duels or in arena or tavern brawl or standard there's not a wrong choice i feel like there's so many choices out there though and it you know that that only benefits you as you can continue to earn that in-game currency and make your way along that tavern pass and I feel like, uh, you know, it's it's hard mess to be able to like. I feel like sometimes people feel like they have to do it all. There's there's right. not necessarily a do it all. I mean, you can always feel free to try to do it all, <laughs> but definitely uh, have have fun figuring out what that experience is is for you, and have fun with it. That's that's the biggest thing is is just make sure you're having fun. If you're not having fun, try a different mode. Still not having fun. Try a different game. It's okay. <laughs> the game will be waiting for you when you come back. That's true. With all of your collection and everything. I know I've been spending more of my uh, gaming time over on the Diablo Immortal side for a short while. Uh, so I haven't been playing as much Hearthstone. But uh, like Noodle said, there's plenty of ways that you can enjoy it. And uh, I have you know, still jumped in from time to time to see where I can, what I can do on the constructed side mostly. Um, and... Yeah, just I'm not trying for the high levels, uh, not even really going for legend anymore. Um, and it, it takes a lot of uh, pressure off uh, when you approach the game just slightly differently. Uh, and I agree with that. Right now, I'm I'm memeing to my heart's content. I'm playing uh, mailbox, barbaric sorceress, front lines paladin. So that way on turn four, I can front lines. Um <laughs> it's definitely a meme because <laughs> I I definitely have had games where I've given demon hunters like all the coins and they use all those coins so that way Lady Sotheno can just beat me in the face over and over again. <laughs> Backfire. It has happened. It, yeah, it, it it happened. But am I having fun? The answer, yes, most oh, yeah. definitely. Makes great content. <laughs> so, so. Uh, just that's the biggest thing is just make sure that you are enjoying yourself, even if it's if, if it's uh, setting it down and going and playing Diablo Immortal and getting yourself to like Paragon 26 or something. I mean, <laughs> not saying that someone would do that. I definitely have done that, but no, someone could do that. <laughs> and that's OK. Again, this isn't going to turn into a Diablo Immortal podcast. Hearthstone is definitely still my bread and butter and definitely my first love. Me too. Um, and I'll con- constantly be, be excited about new stuff coming out. In fact, I really, I'm really looking forward to the next expansion. I feel like we're going to have that breathing down our necks faster than we can even expect. And it's like, I, I feel like we're just getting a hold of the, of the current meta. Like mm-hmm. we're still figuring out that, how that develops. And I'm, I'm actually really excited. There's, Big spell mage is becoming a thing, and um, then you're seeing 
what is it? Uh, Shadow Priest is actually back again and seeing a good variety of, of decks that, that have room to breathe a little bit because of the changes that switched it from heavy, heavy control into now a little bit more of a different, more open kind of play space. And I, I like it. Doesn't mean I don't want to meme really hard because that's <laughs> definitely my response. But, but, uh, but I like that there's there's more options out there, more going around for people to play, and more things to have fun with. So uh, it's a good place to be in, and I only look forward to the future. Uh, I'm not not def- definitely not looking back. I'm like, let's keep keep going. Let's keep going forward. Excellent. So. Uh... I understand we have a card of the week again. We do. I want to keep doing this. I, I love that that uh, that we even got uh, Kraken to come on last episode to do his his card of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, my card of the week is is an ode to Nelly. Um, of all the cards that received a nerf, Nelly definitely took it the hardest. Right, going from that discover pirates they all cost one to discover pirates they all cost one less that's a big hit that's a huge hit yeah it's 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 a big hit and uh you know that that means maybe you know for quest pirate warrior you're still gonna play it you can still have a very solid turn from those pirates right if you get a smite and also a couple two mana pirates you could still potentially mount a pretty strong offensive but it doesn't allow you to do much else other than play those pirates from Nelly's ship, which, granted, that could also just be enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but for, uh, like, Control Warrior, maybe they, they take that out and, and go a different route. As, it, as it's being said, though, I do want to say, say my sweet farewells. I, I enjoyed... Sometimes seeing her <laughs> standard <laughs> on your side of the board, right? Yeah, you know when I got her from Phelan, I was totally happy. Uh, on the other side of the board, not so much. I was always looking for like, how am I going to have the answer for this? I, am I going to find you, Sarah? Like, how, how am I going to get there? Uh, I need, need my silence to come out, my starfish, you know. Um, so with that, Brad Paisley, he uh, had a fun song about fishing um, called, well, I'll miss her. And I'm going to sing my little ode uh, just for Nelly. Well, I love her and I love pirates. I spend all day on this game and wins is all I catch. But today she met me at the start, said I would have to change. If I hit that game today, she'd give me pirate things, but she'd only discount them by one. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna miss her when I play again. Right now I'm pretending to be Paladin and I'm sitting with Knowles at one. I'm sure it'll hit me when I go to play again tonight. Oh, looky there. The Nulls are free. All right. <laughs> Touch more than just Nelly. That's that's great. 
Uh, this wasn't the smoothest melody that I had, but you know what? I gave it a try. It goes back to just have fun, right? <laughs> and that I think I have had fun. You know, I, I I definitely think that's that's a good good sentiment too, right? Like, there's nothing saying you can't switch it up. Exactly. Go from Control Warrior to Jackpot Rogue, you know, live it up, have fun. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. So with that, any final words, thoughts, Gay Grumpy? Uh, uh, no, just uh, again, uh, we're looking for some reviews. So if you don't mind reviewing the episode and just letting us know, you know, how you how you liked it, uh, what you like, what you uh, think we could do better. And we're we're, you know, in a transitional time here uh, and would love your feedback. Well, thanks, everyone, for stopping in. And I look forward to the next episode and we'll see you guys then. Take care. Have fun out there. Much love. Thank you for listening. As a reminder, you are the happy hearthstone. We'd like to take a moment to thank each and every one of our patrons, ridiculous hat, James W and beef squash. Thank you for all your support. You can join them over on patreon.com. For only a dollar a month, and you gain early access to each episode. Additionally, as a reminder, you can leave us a review at your favorite podcast source, including iTunes. It really helps people to find the show. And finally, if you'd like to join us and talk about your favorite aspect of Hearthstone, we'd love to have you on. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode.